Brian Mudd Show is on News Radio 610 WIOD. Working families shouldn't pay more than 7% of their income in childcare. Families shouldn't have to go broke taking care of their children. Let's bring down the cost of prescription drugs. Okay, so how we do that? How do we do? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to want things. It's nice to have policies that help attain things. I always like the working family category too. You know, it's uh, I wonder how much you have to work and how much you have to achieve at the point where you no longer are working. You just apparently are a trust fund kid at that point. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Hey, one of the things that the president touched on the State of the Union, we talked about it a little bit uh, before. The inflation, but specific to the cars, the the chips and the chip shortage and, and how what a big deal that's been with cars. Well, it's had another consequence. That is a surge of auto thefts. And uh, to find out a bit more about this, somebody knows a thing or two. Dr. Alex Del Carmen, criminologist, Tarlington State University and uh, former South Florida man. Somebody went to UM and Dr. Del Carmen, what goes on here that. Somehow or another, the chip shortage is playing into auto thefts. Good morning, and thanks for having me again. Well, you know, what's, what's happening across the country is that there is, a, as you know, a significant shortage of, of parts, right? And this comes from the COVID pandemic, and I, I think in South Florida, it's no exception to that, where you go find a, a car at a, at, a, at a used car sales lot, and they, they're pretty much gone by the time you show up uh, versus what you saw on the Internet. And, and I think that that is giving rise to bad guys around the country trying to steal parts uh, and chips, which are actually a, a requirement and a necessity these days. And so we're having to now worry about a whole different level of crime that we never worried about, you know, two or three years ago. So if we go back, for example, during the Great Recession, and you, you go back specifically around, you know, the summer of 2008 at the onset of it all you had soaring gas prices and we had a lot of siphoning of gas that was being done and then we also heard about some cases parts that were just being scrapped off of cars but also in some cases you know people had to worry about pipes at their homes and things because metal was worth so much people were just going stealing the metal and and and, you know collecting money from scrap is this a different version of a, a similar thing it is, but it, but in many ways now, as you noted, you know that that happened a number of years ago, right? So now technology has changed. We, you know, these cars are more advanced. They require a lot more, uh, quote unquote, intelligence mechanisms within the vehicles. We saw a few years ago how some of them could be hacked and uh, and driven off the road uh, without the driver's consent. And so so what we see now is that that the more we rely on technology. And the less parts that are available, the more the bad guys are going to try to go after that technology, sell it in the black market, and be able to make a fortune off it. And so we in the law enforcement business are having to now be concerned about whether or not people are leaving their cars unlocked, whether or not they're, you know, running around, especially delivery folks, right? That they're out there delivering pizza or delivering food uh, through Uber Eats and others. They're, they're leaving their cars running while they get out of their car, go out there and serve the food. When they come back, the car is gone. And so, so those crimes of opportunities, as we call them, are in a, a historical increase in the past few months that we've seen across the U.S. Because of the technological sophistication that's involved with some of this criminal activity, are we seeing the people behind these rings that are more sophisticated themselves than perhaps thieves of times gone by? 
You know, it's a combination. Yeah, I mean, there's no question, right? So the, the more technology advances, the, the more sophisticated the criminal element becomes, you know, for the most part. And then, of course, these rings or, or organized groups are, are no exception to that. But, but I would argue that these crimes are really happening not only from these organized groups, but also, you know, just random criminals that are simply engaging in, in this behavior. So they profile certain vehicles because they know it's easier to wire them. It's easier to get those parts and sell those parts. Those parts are in higher demand. And so, you know, again, they're looking for the opportunity. So I would tell your audience to make sure that they lock their vehicles, that they're conscious of it, and that they never leave their vehicles running, you know, while they're going to go out there and, and, and drop something in the mail or, or perhaps, uh, you know, grab, uh, you know, uh, food somewhere. You don't want to do that because once you give that opportunity to the criminal, given the current market the way it is right now, there is a strong likelihood your car will not be there by the time you come back. Something I haven't heard of necessarily during the surge that you're talking about, but I know was existing even going back a, a year, two years ago, that was a, a growing issue. In some cases, cars where you would have remote entry, remote starting that were being either hacked or somehow or another infiltrated and people were able to steal them. Is is that part of a, a problem right now that we're just not hearing about? Or is that just, you know, not, not that big of a deal? Yeah, there's no exception as to the kinds of crimes that are taking place. And cert- certainly what you just described is part of that criminal element that is happening across the country. But I haven't come across anything that stands out that says that that particular trend has increased per se. I think what we are seeing here clearly is, look, the criminals are going to go inside a vehicle uh, if the vehicle gives them the opportunity to do so. So why are they going to be fighting to try to get into some sort of a decoder, to open up the doors, to start the car, this and that, when in fact somebody is inviting them to do so by leaving their door unlocked or by, you know, leaving their keys, uh, you know, inside the car visibly from the outside. And so, so criminals are going to look for the path of least resistance, for the highest return of their crime and for something they can do very, very quickly um, and be able to make money in, in, in the market. And so I would argue that, yes, those things are happening, but what is becoming now a norm, which is, which is alarming to us criminologists, is the fact that people are just becoming more and more careless because we're you know, in a hurry now and technology is lending itself for these criminals to, uh, to increase the, uh, the volume of crimes against cars. Got it. Always good getting your insight. Dr. Alex Del Carmen, Tarlington State University. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Today's Q&A of the day. Where will South Florida's booming housing market go? You know, I'd be boozing, too, but booming housing market go from here? We're going to talk about it next on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610, WIO. 